Santa, baby, I want you to fuck me under the tree, light green. I want to fill your chimney on me. So hurry down the chimney tonight, Santa, baby. I need a ring that does it ring on the phone. Right. The one that goes around your dingling, Santa, baby. (laughs) baby. (laughs) Hurry down the chimney tonight. (laughs) Hey, y'all. We back, bitches. Y'all thought we weren't going to come back, huh? Hey, cause you know a lot of y'all we'll was talking. Y'all, y'all was talking a lot of mad shit. So my podcast don't last long. Ah, we back with episode nineteen. <laughs> what was that song you were singing, bitch? Santa baby, not okay. the Kaya version, not the Kaya version, but my version. girl. Fuck her. Anyways, um, so welcome to episode nineteen of Punk on the Pressure. I'm back. This is Aunt Tanya, Jimmy Valentino, and on the <laughs> other end, I feel so what happy. up, niggas? So you feel so happy. Yes, this welcome to the first annual Christmas special. I'm BA, bitches. Hold on, y'all just say my name, girl. Oh, but anyways. <laughs> so, as a special gift to y'all, <laughs> we give y'all a Christmas special of the Punts on the Pressure podcast. So, as you know where to find us at, in case y'all still haven't forgot, you make sure you subscribe and rate us on all your favorite podcast platforms, which includes Apple Music, Google Plus, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And also, you can hit us up on our social media at Punks, at, let me start back over, at Punks Pod on Twitter and use the hashtag PodPunks. I know y'all missed us, and we missed y'all too. So, and guess what, y'all? Guess what, y'all? We still ain't got an email address. So, we will by we will by the time the next episode comes out. <laughs> 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 so, how have you been? I missed I missed you, girl. Shut up, bitch. I have you miss? I, you know what I do? I miss y'all. I miss doing this. I um uh, I ain't been doing shit just. Getting adjusted to this uh this um new 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 job and new everything and yeah. How you been? I've been good. I've been planning this um this Christmas special since she said we could I could do one. So so let's explain something gonna explain this. So on the last episode that we had B.A. said I was a diva. And I was like, okay. And I, and I will admit, I do have diva tendencies. I, I I will admit that. So, in the midst of one of our phone calls, we jokingly said we should do a Christmas special. And I was like, okay. Yeah, every diva has a Christmas special. Oh, Lord. So, and I will admit, I always wanted my own Christmas special. So, so I was like... So here, here it goes. So in my mind, so once we get some money next year, <laughs> we could do a real live Christmas special. I had a sequence cat suit ready to go. The first, <laughs> the seven, I, I already had the, I already had the Christmas wigs. I already planned out. Stop. And Not I already, had, <laughs> I already had the, I already had the buff reindeers and jock strap. Bitch, it's like you going to a, bitch, it's like you going to a love and hip hop reunion. No, this is this is, a, this is <laughs> I have y'all don't 
so y'all don't know I have always thought about this Christmas special ever since I was a kid. So this is exciting to me. So I can't wait till we get some money. And we can do this Christmas special live because this cat suit is banging. I already I already picked out the hair and all this stuff. And I just need some singing lessons. I do what Mariah Carey does, lip sync. So I don't know. All right, bitch. So that's been your month. Get ready yes. for us. Get your sequence together. <laughs> I, so this uh, the sequence harness and this red and white green harness that I was thinking about getting. The jock strap and the G string, this like the see through shit. I was like, mm. oh, this Christmas special, I'm about to call me motherfucking Dinah Ross. All it needs is the fucking wind machine. Mm. Dinah Ross, anyways. Names. What's been going on out here in um the world? Since the last time we talked, it's been so much shit. Material girl. <laughs> so. <laughs> So if we're gonna start it off with some bad, some sad but good Material news. Material Um, y'all favorite person, Saucy Santana. Hey, Balmain bust down. Got shot, leaving the club. Now, recent, like, not, ooh, not gonna say recent because he didn't die. Who <laughs> <laughs> did not say that? He did not. He did not die. I'm <laughs> because you know, so used to people get, you know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's not dead. Let me let me emphasize. Oh my god. Not, oh girl. He's not dead. Okay, okay. He's not dead. So let me I'm just used to you know when people get shot, I'm used to saying somebody got shot and RIP to them. My bad. Girl he's not dead. Santana got a piece of glass cut in his uh in his arm, not saying. Let me so he's like, give me a band-aid and let's go home. <laughs> give me a band-aid and let's go home. So, but no, but seriously. Um, he got shot leaving the strip club last week. And so he's, based on what I've seen on his Instagram and stuff, he's been recovering. Now the issue that came up is um, one of the girls, Miami Tiffany, who is from Loving Hip Hop, came out and said that Santana was doing too much, which kind of found out Florida terms that he was being extra. Not men saying that he's being extra gay in the club or any other stuff. It's mean that he was just doing too much. In the club, right? So, so according to my sources, because you know I know everybody, that yeah, the the floor when the strip clubs in the south is considered a vibe, and so they just strictly just be chilling, relaxing, and all that stuff, and just shooting the shit. Whereas sometimes like, oh, that we throwing money, we getting bitches, and all this stuff, and so allegedly there was special speech of stipulating that's the reason why he got shot but no one knows why he got shot or why he was so sorry. but i heard all that so, but like everything you said uh doesn't like make a reason for you to try to kill somebody like you can put him at the club and do that or whatever like but to try to like shoot somebody like once somebody try to like kill somebody all that other shit people be talking on there that's just dumb it's 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 not that it's never that deep so i'm, right. I'm thankful that he's feeling better like, oh, he music. brought that by himself. What'd you say? Oh, he brought that upon himself and all that shit. There's no, no reason nobody gets shot. Nobody uh, gets shot. I don't care if you are acting extra in the club. There's no reason for you to get shot. And so let's shot, period. Or So, <laughs> what was so funny to me? So, you know, like a couple of days, a week before he got shot, right? He had took a picture of him kissing a uh, porn star, uh, Kyle Levine. 
or Kyla Train, as Jay on Twitter like to call him. <laughs> so after he got shot, why everybody was like talking about where you ain't you ain't uh talking <laughs> you ain't uh uh tweeting about Santana and all this stuff. I was like, people are like crazy. Mm, they're messy. Let's get crazy. M E S S S Y. But you know what? But, but you know what I found out on Twitter? There what is a section of Twitter of black gay Twitter where them niggas they hate being black and they hate being gay all at the same time. And I can just imagine how like I can't well bitch, I can't imagine, but like it's it's like, you know, you know, if black Israelites, you know them niggas in purple, they be talking about Egypt all the time and raping yeah. white women and shit, all them niggas, them hotel they niggas. Do, do they do that? Do they Absolutely. That? Absolutely. If they had a like a gay division, a lot of black gays would be over there with them niggas. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say nothing else. I'm like, that's, that's I'm just saying, like, it's just so that's a, it's ridiculous. So that's a so that's a section of Twitter that they're gay, but they hate being gay. They're black. And they hate being black. Black. So what the hell mm-hmm. do they want to do? So what so what they do? But just get mad. Yeah. Why? Yes, them tweets be showing it all. Child, I would say pray, but I, they're probably mad about that too. So I'm gonna go there. So I don't know what to tell you, kid. I'm like, shit, you black and you gay, shit. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, um, sound like you need a happy meal for that. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, porn stars, you hear about, um, uh, Max, um. Uh, Connor saying he's gonna start a uh a, a black porn adult porn company or whatever. Oh, the agency, agency or whatever. Yeah, no comment. After after <laughs> he done blocked all no the black gay Twitter, including myself. I think include <laughs> look me. I'm blocked you by block- him. <laughs> and, I, and you, I don't bother nobody. You didn't say that to him. No. Oh. It's because oh, of y'all. Girl, I was, it's because of y'all. It's because of y'all. Because, so. I'm blocked. <laughs> because I didn't say nothing. Because you know, but you know, you know, I don't say nothing to nobody. <laughs> so, so I was, so I was shocked. But so with that said, I mean, okay. That's like how like Ashanti and Keisha Cole like a block everybody. They like block everybody who will like buy their music. Like, girl. What are y'all doing? But anyways, that's not. <laughs> I mean, am I blocked? Who am I blocked by? I'm blocked by Sierra. I'm not blocked by no celebrities. I'm blocked by Sierra and K Michelle of all people, and I love K Michelle. So, but I know why I'm so, blocked so, by her. So celebrities done got me like suspended. Like Donald Brazil got me suspended one time. What did um, you do during, the, during the elections, calling her a dyke and like something like just a lot of bullshit. Talking about her hair dye and all that shit. Anyways, that's oh. the old me. That's behind me now. Oh, I'm, so I know why I'm blocked by K Michelle though. Mm. What you say? Asso- no, it's by association by somebody else that she don't like. But um, so but to get back to Max Connor, um, <laughs> <laughs> so what you think about him uh starting a a black uh porn company, which that's probably what it's not going to be, right? It's going to be his version of, like, what's that, Black Noir? 
I'm so this, so I'm slurring. So this is my thing. It's a good idea if it wasn't him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like I like the idea because when I read the article, um, because I, I read about it that he was because he's saying that's not enough representation for black gay um porn stars out there. So, mm-hmm. but then because I then what I read was gag me like he's the most popular porn black gay porn star on Instagram. Right, everywhere. And I was like, I was like, and he got all the black people blocked. So I'm like, okay, so that he's the most popular black gay porn star in the world. Okay, cool. So my issue with him is, it's more of I will respect you more for just being honest. Meaning that your, you know, your demographic is majority white, if, and you're cutting to your white demographic. I will respect you more if you just admit that. Also, I respect you more if you didn't use racism when it benefits you. Screen racism when it benefits you, because it's certain Say things. It. Because it's certain things that you have said when I was, was following you that everybody else was saying, like, well, you know, that um, Black Noir or whatever the company name is is what's the word I'm looking for? Um, exploiting the actors, the black actors. Right. They're doing racism or doing stereotypes when it comes to porn, and he was like, "Oh, not me, girl." And, he, and his response and like, okay. then, his response then should have been trying to like do like a black like entertainment agency or something. Or, but girl, she started or, blocking or, everybody. Or cleaning, or cleaning, or cleaning it up, or cleaning it up. But then, oh, fuck her. But then something occurred that one of the you went to a uh, some kind of bookstore. And the white people was following you around, and I guess you hit that. Do you know who I am? Notice, and they're like, "No, bitch, we don't know who you are." So <laughs> you you gonna you gonna buy, but you scream racism then. So that's the issue that I have. So I wish him much success with the agency because I do think there is a need for an agency to teach the kids the business, learn how to brand in and all that stuff. So that ain't gonna happen over there, girl. What's gonna so, happen over there? They gonna brand you to uh. For white men, which, which I mean, if which if that's what you're doing, I mean, cool. Just don't be like, just don't, you know, whatever. But my thing is, is I just wish to make money, admit. bitch. Get money, just, bitch. So I just, I just, I, I just want people to admit the purpose of why they do stuff. Right. I just want, the, I just thought, bottom line, if you know your, if you know your clientele, or you know your demographic, or your fan base, majority of white. Just say yes. I'm came to them because this is what they want to see. Even though right. I may not agree with it, who am I to judge? That's, so I'm open up an agency money. and rounding up all y'all nigger cocks for these white niggas. And just make sure they get paid, because you know, at the same, at the end of the day, if you're gonna do this, make sure you're gonna make sure your talent's getting paid. Make sure they get in top billing because like she look like a scammer. Let me stop. Yeah. I don't so know you, are, you, are you are you already blocked? By him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm blocked by him. Okay, so uh, well, I say, I, well, I can't even say reach out to him, but teach him, teach him to think. I personally would like to see someone like Chino XL or XL. Is it Chino Black? Chino, Chino Black, Chino Black XL, or even I can't even think of the, the most popular black gay man, all porn star from back in the day to do an agency to teach the kids. How to do the thing? Mm-hmm. Because at least they know what the ends out. And not saying nothing bad against Max Connor, but it is what it is. 
Mm. Next case. <laughs> Next case. So, speaking of other foolishness and Florida. So, side note, I went to Florida for my birthday. Um, shout out to my best friend Chad. So, Florida being in Florida for a week. Ain't is, Santana from Florida? Yes. Oh, girl. Why somebody so, on Twitter said that? Um, why somebody on Twitter said that? Uh, uh, Ron is just Santana with a. Uh, degree. I forgot who said that. <laughs> Run who? Run from Twitter. Run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? I, listen. Oh, 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 oh my God. Who said that about him? Oh my God. Oh my God. Antro nerd. Antro nerd. <laughs> That's who said that. <laughs> Will I tell you that shit? Okay, anyway, keep going. What? We all off topic. No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Ron. I was just like, if you could see my face expression when you just said that, I was just like, this shit was funny to me. But anyway, oh, uh, speak. Okay, speaking of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you heard about the dad that put his son out? On the side of the road because he thought he was gay, or because uh, he was looking at um he gay found porn. his son's uh, gay porn on his son's phone. Yes, so this happened at the earlier earlier this month where um this man put his son out. He was thirty years like the son the man was thirty years old. He put the son out on the road with a duffel bag because he was putting out gay porn, watching gay porn. I putting out watching gay porn, and so the people called the folks on him. And, I'm, and me and my folks, if you're, from, if you're from the South, we know what folks mean. <laughs> 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 we, all, uh-huh. we, all, we all Southern today. But, um, called, oh shit, my bad. Um, called the police on him. And he was, the father was arrested for child abuse and, um, yeah, child abuse. No, there's nowhere, there's no unknown where his where the mother was at at the time and hopefully the mom came and got the son the son that's all I can say I'm gonna just say this I would for every the way way that supports their son being gay LG whatever they are there's always a father that's like I don't want my son to be gay I'm gonna just put him out without even knowing if he's gay or not <clears throat> so that's all I'm gonna say about that man I just want to say, I just want to say to, you know, all the like underage, like people who probably like, who be listening to this show or whatever, just know like everything like gets better or whatever. And like, you know what I'm saying? Don't like do nothing crazy. Don't hurt yourself behind like other people like hating shit. Like, you know, stay strong. And like, because. I remember being so ready to leave for college. Bitch, I had a plan because I knew, bitch, I was supposed to be gay, 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 gay. No, I was playing. Not just, but, you know, I just knew that that was my, that was going to be my out <laughs> was, like, going to college. And, um, yeah. When did you start watching, like, uh, porn? And what was your introduction to porn? Because I, cause I could just imagine if, like, 
all that type of stuff, like the access that they have to like porn and shit was available when I was like 12, 13 or whatever. Bitch, my daddy would have found me like sucking dick on the phone. Like so, full blown. So you're talking about just regular porn or gay porn? Regular porn. Like just, I mean, or, or yeah, just int- introduction to like, well, yeah. So I think my introduction to porn was maybe maybe at the early age, like five or six. Oh. And I remember because I was with my cousins and we had went down to their grandparents' house because not my grandparents, but their grandparents. And I remember when we went to some kind of shed and shit and their granddaddy had all the porn mags out in the shed. And I remember just nothing but white girls. Mm-hmm. And they was playing to me like, oh, that's a pussy, that's a, that's titties and all this stuff. So I think I was like five or six when I saw wow. the magazine. That is young. The first video that I saw, maybe was like nine. Wow. I was and so, so it was like nine and so and I don't remember how I found it, but it was like this interracial porn with this white lady named Nina. Oh, memorized this. Nina Hartley and this black mm-hmm. man. And I, and I remember that he had a big ass dick and he had a dry ass jerry curl. Oh, and God. it was the 80s. So I remember <clears throat> that. And then I remember watching porn. They was watching porn at my sister's friend's house when we stayed in um, the apartment complex. Maybe it's like a the fifth or sixth grade. And I remember the first time I ever seen a cum shot. And I asked him, what the hell is you doing? Because what is that coming out of his dick? I'm oh, like, that's nothing. And so then, so the funny thing about that is, that's when I got the, the sex talk from niggas in the neighborhood. Not my mama. Not my sister. Not my daddy. From niggas in the neighborhood. Come on, that's nuts. That's nuts. That's happening to you when you have sex. Oh god! So uh-huh. I just started like uh, it was like I I watched these magazines. I found like magazines like around the house, maybe like when I was like eleven or so. And then like my first time watching like porn on film was like high school. Like I want to say. The R. Kelly sex tape. Really? Yes. You was a oh, not to not to not to shame you, but damn, you really was a late bloomer. And <laughs> <laughs> which that's horrible. Um, that's not even like anything to like be laughing about, but um, yeah. And I'm trying but, to think. The, I'm trying to think. The first time I saw my first gay porn was probably. In high school, and this was when me and the guy, which I shouldn't, his name. Listen, I remember when it was like online. Like mm-hmm. I was in high school when uh, Thug Bait and all that shit used to have like the fifty-eight pages of uh, fucking previews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'm I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a tad bit older than you, but just <laughs> <laughs> by a, a smidge. But, a smidge. Um, by a smidge. But you know. Because I remember the guy that I, I got tricked into watching gay porn with him. Because I didn't know he actually liked me like that. So 
I think I was in the 11th grade. And then he introduced <laughs> me to Bobby Blake and Dion and all this other Listen, stuff. my first introduction to gay porn, I think, was like the Bay and being on like What's the Tea when they used to post like porn clips on there. It was his porn clip, but it's like dude sucking dick and like the dude nutted and like nutted all on his clothes and shit. And that shit was so hot to me. But anyways, um, that was like <laughs> my interest in the porn and like I've been I like I wanted to do porn. Like I did too. Like, I did I was too. like, yes, let's do this. But it was like, what the fuck? No. So my dream was which was this is so off topic, I don't know how we got Your dream? So we, my dream my dream was <laughs> that I wanted to be a, a, I wanted to be in Black Inches magazine. Oh girl, work. And um, and um, Playgirl. You put a you put a work um, go vintage, uh, <laughs> in a <laughs> so, vintage puss. I know. And some old leopard draws. I could see you in some leopard draws. They and put I you do in have some leopard draws. And I do have sitting on a sitting on a wicker chair, a whisker chair, whatever it's called, you, a wicker chair. Have your legs spread open and all this stuff. <laughs> So I remember. So, so, but then it's so, but it's so funny that even though I did do porn, I sold porn <clears throat> because Listen. because you know people didn't have access to it. So I was like, oh, I, oh, I can't tell to myself, no more. I was bootlegging, but um, you know, yeah. I hate that we kids. turned this. I hate that we turned this whole like sad thing into like. Talking about like porn because we but, trash, uh, <clears throat> but we trash. But but to, <laughs> but to turn into but it turns into the back to what you were trying to say again before we got into the porn rant. So I know that it's kind of it's kind of odd that kids listen to us, kind of. But I just like BA said earlier, it does get better. One day you gonna say fuck these niggas. You would think everybody. it's odd for kids to listen to you because if, if you was 12 or 13 and podcast was out when you was 12 or 13, you would have found it and be listening to the gay ones. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then. But we bad examples of gays, though. <laughs> Who is? We are. Girl, I ain't. And, 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 and second, I ain't got no children. We bad so, as, you know, because you know, <clears throat> Cause you know, on our podcast, we don't teach the world. We don't try to save the world. So you know, Girl, I ain't got no, I ain't got no kids. We bad examples. You know, we just talk about our trash shit. Mm. And that's fine. So, in the midst of us, so the midst of all this, we say it does get better. Like for me, I always knew that I was different, and I want to leave Alabama. So, because I, for me to be the full fledged dude that I have become. <laughs> Alabama was, was not gonna be. Alabama was gonna cut. She couldn't hold. She couldn't hold Antonio. No, I couldn't Because I Because if I stayed in Montgomery, and oh shit, this is gonna be a read. But I don't care. If I would stay in Montgomery, I would do what every other gay man in Montgomery has done, which is start a church, marry a fat bitch, and have some kids. Oh girl, listen. I always tell people if I didn't have any morals, that's exactly what I would do. I would what, definitely start me a church. Yeah, it's in in fair and marry me a church girl. Church women love a old good toxic relationship. 
Because they can pray it away, allegedly. Yeah, that's why, uh, what's it called? A wife was on Instagram praying and all that bullshit. Girl, what are you doing? I'm doing the church clap. I'm doing the church clap on it. Did you see that shit? I heard about it because you, so. I didn't even watch it. I just saw it. So in the midst of our break, I've been on a cleanse. like, I ain't finna watch nothing that's gonna, that's gonna irk the fuck out of me. And when I saw the headlines. So in the in the when I saw the headline, she praying that she that her husband cheating on her. I like girl. And calling the other the the woman name out too, who's who's also famous. All right, praise Jesus, praise Jesus. Jesus didn't sign up for that yeah. show. Mm. Like I say, they love old toxic relationship. So in the midst of all that, speaking of toxic relationships, it's that time of year. <laughs> where, <laughs> where we start trying to get our lives together is the new year coming up. A new Don't the girls do that. I'm new trying decade. to. I'm leaving all the negativity behind. You know, you've been trying to. You've been saying that for every year. Like that woman that. on them steps. Uh, a little, what's that meme they post every year when that girl she got that baggage? And you got that baggage. I'm like, girl, you be, if you still carry that baggage. And like you still carry that baggage from every year. I love that. I look forward to that every year. I do too. That's why I like. So I'm getting rid of old friends. I'm leaving my no good man behind. And I'm like, and then yes. like, so what's so funny to me is like the same people posted every year. I'm like, well, bitch, I need you to go see your therapist. You need to go talk. Huh. You need to go. You need to go talk that out because it apparently is you. It's not because the common denominator in that is you. Now with that said, <laughs> it's also a new decade, and so. We're going to share the things that we learned over the decade and this year. So, B.A., I'm going to let you start it off first. Because mm. I think cause I'll, cause behind the scenes, we have talked about a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think you said you've read to share it. So... <laughs> I don't think I am, but here... But okay. it, it, it just seems like... Okay, so... I have um 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 just over the decade and then like the like my past year too. Um this year has been a change from like what the past decade has been because like this past decade has been just I call it just stagnant, just I have just been comfortable and just like working the same, even though I work in like three different companies, but doing the same job, making decent money and shit, and mm-hmm. uh, just being comfortable in that, even though knowing that I want to do other shit and I know like how to do it and I know, you know, the way to do it and I just wasn't doing it. And this year has taught me to like get out of that comfort zone and, and it like shook things up with me losing my job and um, I just like I feel like comfortable now and like uh doing my like stand up again and like one of my goals in twenty twenty is to like actually get booked for my stand up, you know, and not just like be doing like open mics and shit like that and and doing gigs for like you know hot hot wings and crown and coke, you know, mm. because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I mean, shit, it's the, <laughs> hey, that's how it was. <clears throat> so, 
So, you know, you know, I just want to get booked, you know, for doing my shit. And, you know, I have um, some other things that um, I did. Because over um, the decade, like I say, just working that stagnant job and part of it being in a relationship. And I guess I can talk about my love life. Um, what I learned about my love life over the past decade in this year is that, bitch, I don't mean to sound cocky or nothing, but I'm that nigga. Mm. I'm that nigga. And so, like, why are you, why, so <laughs> let me do my y'all. So let me do my <laughs> voice. So, so beloved, how are you? <laughs> that nigga, <laughs> beloved, explain it to us. I mean, because like, it's just, it's just like I've just learned that because you know, just being. I was in a relationship for like seven, eight years. Like most of my twenties, I was in a relationship, and then I just recently started dating, like in the last two years. And I'm not really like I'm one of these people who I'm not scared of failed relationships because I don't believe in failed relationships. That's interesting. Like I, I just don't believe in failed relationships. Like, what is a failed relationship? You do you consider them? Like a learn a lessons that need to be learned. They're just like they yes, yeah, like like a lesson or not even a lesson, just a season. Like we have fun. This book is closed. That's the end of this book, and I'm gonna go read another one. And like the the funny thing you the funny thing about that, which I'm gonna explain mine later as well. Mm-hmm. That I'm I've learned that learned the same thing because I used to look at relationships. I failed relationship. I failed at dating. But then, oh, no, even within, it's like, like you just said, I'm learning to, like, it's just a season, and I got from what, I got the lesson that I need to learn from that person or that situation to move forward. Ooh, excuse yeah. me. That's, but that's then, a good insight. And I just, like, um, I'm real, like, transparent, and I'm real confident, and I, like, you would think that's what niggas want. They say that's what they want, but niggas really don't like that. They don't. Nigga. They don't and like that in the nigga. And the fun and the, and I'm actually on the funny thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. And the funny thing <laughs> that you said that because that's gonna be part of my my awake my part too. But mm-hmm. I just mentioned that to my therapist like maybe a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That, that same that same exact thing you just said because because she was trying to figure out why I have bad luck at date. I'm like because a dude you would think like you just said people want somebody that's confident, sure in themselves. Right and all that stuff, but on the downside, it's not because everybody wants a project, mm-hmm. someone they somebody they can change or fix up, and I'm not that person. So that makes yeah. me quote unquote, I look good on paper, but in reality, it's not that. Right, and then like you know, I had got back on the uh, the app. I, I don't say apps because the only app is Jack, really to promote uh, the show, and um, and I just realized like. Niggas like be doing the f- niggas with no pictures like do the absolute fool. They like do. DL niggas. DL niggas in 2019, like girl. I mean, here's the deal. I'm not gonna say like you I have nothing against DL niggas, that's what you wanna do or whatever, but I think one thing that download niggas and whatever you call yourself or whatever in that realm, like you have to understand like you're dating options is not like what they used to be. You're not top billing anymore. 
times have changed. And so, like, niggas is not going to hook up with you without seeing your face anymore. And you have to be okay with that. Like, I don't understand, like, I mean, mean, if you want to be DL, that's just how it is now. Like, you got to understand that, girl. I think that what it is, is like, and, and I think what it is, like, back in the day, it used to be, like, Top building, you know, you used to want to deal a nigga, a nigga who like masculine or whatever, but like you can get all that shit in an openly gay nigga now. And then now t- times have changed where, um, even when you see them on the news every day, almost every other day or every other month, where someone met somebody offline, catfish. And next thing you know, they <laughs> dead. Yeah, they dead. They robbed. Right. Kidnapped and Listen, all that stuff. Let me tell you something. Back in my whole days, when I was really out here horn and shit, I didn't like to, for people to come to my apartment and I, or my house. And, and I did not give people like my apartment number and shit in text because I didn't like want people to have a record of like, you know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. apartment number and shit. Like, yeah, like you got to be careful out here with these with these apps and shit but i just be promoting the show and shit and like this one nigga gonna hit me up talking about some uh what time does your show come on what time does I'm your like, show girl, come on yeah <laughs> because i only promote my whole page on jack is promoting the show he didn't know what the podcast was i i guess not she asked me what time the show come on i was like i didn't reply i was like oh girl between six and eight, after the after all the instructions are there. Uh, all the instructions are there, but yeah, just for me, just like just like I had issues at work in my professional life this year, and just like I found like what I really like, not found what I really want to do. I just like found the like the balls to just start doing it now, and I'm just like excited. I got a plan, and I'm ready. Not just for the like because of the new year. I think just me losing this job in August really like made me realize that. And I'm not gonna lie, like um, the energy of the last person I dated, you know, I gotta give credit when it's due. Um, just kind of like inspired me to like you know just do the things that I wanted to do. So I'm not without me being messy. So I'm not. Um. With that, with that um, person and being who they are, how did they inspire you? Just inspired me just to do like, be like my own boss. Uh, not necessarily uh, my own boss, just to like know that it's like it ain't really like that bad to just step out there and do what you want to do. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all. That's- that's really, <laughs> that's, I mean, real simple, like nothing like really major. It, it, because it's, it doesn't really take like much to like, you know, to understand. Like, I was like, oh. okay. so I, I like for me, so I'll start with my year. This year has been, I'm not going to say difficult. It's been um, a lot of soul searching because I will say even with this doing this podcast, I didn't actually think that I would ask so I've been playing this like I said I've been playing a podcast for like years but actually doing it has been uh it has been amazing but I never thought I would actually do it because I'm such a perfectionist on everything 
And so this year his tet is has taught me that it's okay to make mistakes and everything's not gonna be perfect. Right. And stop trying to be perfect. And so from last year, I was dealing with a lot of loss, a lot of death, and all the stuff from this year is learning to live my life the best way I see fit and without regret and all this stuff. So my therapist has been working wonders and teach me a lot of things and even with stuff that I learned about myself talking to her because I just found that I have a dominated personality. So I didn't think I had one, but <laughs> apparently I do. So but far as I'm bouncing. I'm the well, one I know. So I like, I will admit I do like to control I, I control I do like I do like to control everything. I will admit that. But if for, and that's not good like work on that. But Listen to but, me, like I ain't got my shit. Talking about working on that. But <laughs> so what? So what it is for me? I could like to control everything. It's because I'm so used to being disappointed by people that I just do the shit myself. That I don't right. have to depend on nobody. Excuse me. So that's why I'm. And, but I'm learning to allow people to help me. I'm learning to be a a team player, a group. Enjoy group exercises outside of sex mm-hmm. <laughs> and all this stuff because even with this podcast, it I will admit it took me to get out of my comfort zone to do a podcast with someone. Contrary to probably we we just met each other last year. If y'all should know that if you listen to the first episode. So, but the chemistry that we have on this podcast, like you thought we've known each other forever, right? But it just worked out that way. Um. <coughs> As far as the decade itself, I call it the year of awakening and or what they call what the kids call being woke. And what I say about what I mean by that, because early in the decade, <clears throat> I felt like I was trying to find some things, but I never found out. I never found what I was looking for. I'll, I'll take that back. I was searching for something. But I was I found it in different ways, meaning that I want to be in a relationship so bad that I've been with niggas that I really didn't want to be with. Mm-hmm. And finding out why I kept meeting the same kind of guy over and over again and digging deeper into finding out like it's the problem, like I said before, the problem is me. So over the decade, I for one, I didn't realize how I was gonna be single for the majority of the decade which is very rare for me. But then at the same time, like we said earlier, that if you're a person that finally knows who they are as a person, they're confident, they getting their shit together, they working on their their baggage and letting go of certain things. That's not the most attractive trait for a lot of guys. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I was and I as much as I talk about sex, my sex life my sex life has sucked over the over the decade because of that awakening because now it's more of I've gotten choicey that's not the word particular about who I let into my body who I let who I let nut on me <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying who nut? I'm about to, who nut? I'm about to swallow. I'm, I'm I become particular about who that you bust nuts in circles with. Sit, sit. That's been the safest shit. But, but just in general. But it just in general. I've been more 
get getting aware of people different energies and stuff because niggas be passing right. like not people be passing on every kind of energy they have on you and learning mm-hmm. about that and so for me on a personal level it's like okay come basically getting back to me being more confident being more self-assured of myself and everything professionally I think that I'm working on stepping out of my comfort zone as well. Mm-hmm. So, you got for, to. so for like for 2020, I decided that I'm gonna leave my job eventually because I've been there forever and I have not grown from it. Listen, I'm telling you, you can so, get comfortable, man. That's that's been my whole decade, bitch. Being comfortable in corporate, but anyway, keep and going. I, and I have it. And so the funny thing about it, I have been comfortable because I eat. I work from home most of the time. Right. You work and from so home, the bills paid. The bills paid. I make decent mm-hmm. money, but now it's getting to the point where, okay, I want to do something else. I want to do something else. I want to do some more creative stuff. I want to have the money to make to do creative stuff. And Listen. so, and, and so <laughs> like that's where we at over here. <laughs> because because now because like let's be, let's keep one thousand. Cost of living is going up. So everything is going up. So er, the putting shit together, even even as creative, costs money. So I need that. I need to make more money to make to create that for my dreams. Right. So one of the things that I'm working on for 2020 is getting into the erotic arts, whatever that is going to be. I don't know yet. And BA sauce <laughs> called circle jerking and calling a spiritual release. If that's Busting what it's called, nuts and circles for spiritual release. But <laughs> but that's what. But I was considering doing that, or just more. Um, Girl, you gonna be throwing bait parties, basically. No, I was playing. <laughs> it's not a bait. It's not a bait party. It's called. It's called. It's you called know what I say about bait parties? Bait parties don't be nothing but a whole bunch of big dick bottoms. It's called workshops. How to how to get this, how to explore your body. Okay. So I'm just fuck, you know I'm just fucking with I you. I know. But so but I so what I do realize that I so. The, so what I do realize about doing this podcast and what I do like, what I have known over the years that I'm more into learning about sex, like the whole sexuality, exploring your sexuality and all that stuff and making people feel comfortable with themselves and learning to express themselves. Right. So, and it's the funny thing about it is I had a conversation with, I'm not going to say his name on Twitter because he said he was self-conscious about his sex and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, you got if you like your you got, you got to be use your self confidence how you want somebody to look at you when you have sex meaning if you want somebody to touch your chest you got to embrace your chest if, uh-huh. if you, if, and so that's what I'm getting to that because I do feel especially with black on, men se- in general give me sex therapy give me sex therapy so it's nobody, nobody you, you, you oh we pay for that song I so I can't say that to, but um if I want to that white man did that shit I'm sorry so <laughs> my whole just thing, let me love you lady okay okay I'm done. This is the Christmas special, so you are supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Christmas special. But um, <laughs> but I, my hope, for, I think for the decade, I want to learn more about getting people, especially black gay men, black and brown gay men, to be more comfortable with their sexuality and not necessarily say, okay, you just you don't have to do. And, I, and I'm not not. Let me say before I say this, not, not bitches still acting shy about poppers. 
But, but still, anyway. But it's because I feel like this. It's, I feel like we've been taught to be ashamed of our sex. The right. ashamed to have sex. We've been taught to be ashamed to be sexual, to express our sexuality. Come on, Chimichanga. What's that lady that was um, on the um, Beyonce song? I don't even talking about. I can't say her name, but I know what you're talking about. But and, and I, my ignorant ass just. I'm sorry. You call her Chimichanga. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you call her Chimichanga. But that's why I'm going. That's what I want to do for the next decade is to teach, especially the younger generation, that it's okay to express your sexuality, be comfortable in sexuality, own it. And don't let nobody make you feel bad about it. Right. right? So, like, it's because because at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of the shit that goes on on Twitter, and I'm clapping, and I'm clapping because I'm about to say some real shit, and I'm gonna end it right there. A lot of stuff that a lot of people post their insecurities on Twitter all day, and you can tell the insecurities are showing. So that's why they do the shaming, the bullying, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you embrace if you embrace what you love and love yourself. You just dust that shit off yourself like hey, this shit don't phase me. I don't even know you like that. Right. So my day You never know is, what you like or whatever cuz I know uh not to cut you off but like no, me good. going to sex parties and shit like that was something I always wanted to do like group sex and shit. I was like always like but I was scared to do it or whatever did in a relationship. And then I tried that shit when I was like single and shit and then like you know doing that shit and now it's like it ain't even not, nothing that I need in my life. Like it's like, okay, I did that. I had fun. I'm glad I experienced that because it was just something that I always wanted to do. Some people won't even like do that type of shit. Like, girl, you just got all that shit build up. And you had to, you had to learn how to live your life at the end of Listen. that. because life, life is too short, and your life can change at any moment. Go suck dick on um white sand beaches, girl, like I did in 2019 in St. Martin. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I'm like because at the end of the day, it's not to not to not to be a Debbie down on this, but your life life can humble you real fast. The life changes Listen. that real fast because because even from even from seeing the people that died last year from my life, all of them was young. Majority of them was like under forty. Mm. So for me, I was like, let me make sure I'm living my life to the fullest. If I can't afford it right now, save it up. That's what paper plans are for. So what do you want to uh, uh, what do you want to accomplish in this next year? In I guess next decade. The next, well, I would say the short term goal um, is to find another job. Number one, um, get prepared to relocate from Georgia, and because I feel like I got comfortable here as well. Mm. Um. And start getting my finances together, for real, because they're fucked. <laughs> they're fucked right now. <laughs> but um, and but also to explore my creative because I because I like to write, and I that's where I shine at doing this talk, not this talk show, this podcast, um, and just being creative. So that's what I'm leaning towards. But so, yeah. but I'm not gonna plan out my whole future. Because, right. Because, that, <laughs> because this has been my downfall in the last right. Day, just, kind of planned it right. Out. It just planned shit out. It just never like that's what I was doing. Just like planning shit out and just, just never doing it. Cause like you know what that bitch that tried to slander bi weekly paychecks on Twitter the other day, ho. That, but cause them bi weekly paychecks was comfortable and they did what they need to do 
But um, I'm just like in the future next year or whatever, just like I say, just my goal is to get booked doing the things that I like to do, like doing comedy. Um, uh, you know, I really want to like do a gay comedy like tour thing, like doing prides, like go to different prides and do comedy shows and shit. But it's like really hard finding like black gay comedians. They're out there, uh, but they would want to do that. And then it's like, you know, not really the skit girls. Um, and it's not shaming them because like I'm not a skit girl. I'm more of a on stage like stand up comedian type. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, skits they, they don't really like. You know, really translate to being on stage. But anyway, that's doing talk about another. That's a whole other podcast. Um, but 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 it's good. But only, uh, no, just like only... I, I just want to get booked for doing like comedy in uh, the new year. And just like I have like you know the whole underwear lingerie thing like in the works and all that stuff and i don't really want to talk about it a lot because you know i'm just like working on it and you know it's like really exciting and um yeah and and i'm just like not even just like making any plans longer than a year right now um and just you know i'm think i'm doing more what it called i'm doing foundations not making plans just making just right. building the just building just doing Let, the foundation for the stuff. Putting yourself in position. That's what I'm yeah. Really, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Putting myself in position. So meaning saving money for certain things. Um as far as me getting certifications and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Be a set a certified jack off doctor. So asking for a friend this this episode. <laughs> so before 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 we before we do this because it is a Christmas special, can I have to? Re- I know this sounds like the 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 real episode, but it is. So we're gonna be we're gonna do a little fun. So what was your favorite Christmas memory? Before we get to ask for a friend. Oh, oh, my favorite Christmas memory. Yes. My favorite Christmas memory. Um, I guess just like I guess when just from the memories from being like little and the um um just excitement and the family and all this shit like our family still get together and shit but it just doesn't feel the same mm-hmm. I guess it was since when you was younger just the um like getting like you know just I don't know. I, I mean, Christmas just, it just may sound really, really crazy. I got, I had great Christmases and shit, but like, I ain't gonna say I was ungrateful, but like that shit just never really mattered to me. Like gifts and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> Does that sound bad? No, it doesn't. Does it sound bad? I mean, even though I got like no, a lot of shit, it was like basically mm-hmm. spoiled as fuck. Like it just never really mattered to me. Like, okay, like, all right, girl. Like, thank you. But it just never really like. So I guess Christmas was just like really just the family and shit, like those memories. Like people like are grown now and have their own families and they have their own traditions with their own families and stuff. And I don't really have that. And I think that's one thing that um, the only time of the year or times I really like want a family is kind of like during the holidays um, because I don't have my own family to make like traditions and stuff with. And I don't really like 
that's the only time I think about having a family, really. And then, like, two seconds later, I'm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, my... my <laughs> so, my Christmas memories has always been getting... this. I'm about to tell my age again. Um, when you, my parents, my, particularly my mom and my aunties, we used to get the the J C Penny Christmas catalog, the Sears Christmas catalog yes. with all the toys and stuff in there. Oh, J C Penny and Sears and service come, merchandise. Come on, catalogs. Period. I remember yes. catalogs and service merchandise <laughs> catalogs. So I remember just going through the catalogs, going straight to the Christmas stuff, the toys and stuff, circling stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I do remember this, that. I want that. Yes. I want this. That big ass Toys R Us magazine that used to come out. Yes. Yeah. No, you won't get none of that shit, and you just circle all this stuff that you. I know. <laughs> and I was a bit. Yes. I, was, I remember I used to circle like a hundred, a hundred stuff, hundred like a hundred stuff, and get like five of the shit. <laughs> out the whole thing. So, but that's like one of my favorite memories out of and. I remember as a kid, and I still do it now. Usually, if I don't go to home, I want to go home, like go out of town. I usually spend like Christmas Eve watching the Christmas, the twenty-four hour Christmas, the Christmas story on TNT. Yes, yes. And watching watch full flesh twenty-four hours, meaning I'm in the bed, sleep the whole time, and waking up at the same. I scene. watch that every year. And so this year has been different because I usually play Christmas music and I haven't really played Christmas music this year, but mm-hmm. I did put up a Christmas tree and bought some gifts for the first time. So, you know, I've never I've never put up a Christmas tree um, because usually I go me and my sister still go over my mom's house for Christmas Eve. Um, that's like, you know, our little thing. And so I never put up a Christmas tree. And I keep saying I'm going to do one every year, and I just, yeah, I ain't doing it. a Christmas tree. I was about to get a gay Christmas tree, but. Uh, Did you do a tree this year? Yeah. I, if I, I was going to get a blue one. It's black. Like a blue Christmas tree? Come yeah, on, black, black Christmas tree. tree. I, was, so I, I, wanted, I actually wanted a red Christmas tree, but I didn't want to pay $100 for it. Let me sound like you a black Israelite. I'm not. playing. But <laughs> so that was so this Christmas this Christmas month was sponsored by Hallmark. So now back to the trash of asking for the friend. Okay. Oh girl. So back to back to no back to regular schedule programming. Asking for the friend is gonna come from me. Oh. I just wanna know. Do I wanna get my drink real? Maybe. Okay. I just wanna know the listeners. In your opinion, I already know what y'all gonna say, but like something that's been going on that I've been experiencing lately okay. is I've been experiencing like dudes with like boyfriends like want to date me or want to put me in a drama and like not necessarily drama, but like shit that I can know gonna eventually gonna lead to drama. Like what? Okay, so example, this one guy has a boyfriend that he lives with and everything. And he wants me to, he wants to have sex with me, but he doesn't want me to have sex with nobody else. But how he's not, I, I don't know how that works, especially when you ain't got the, the coin to make those type of demands. Okay, so what is your question? Ask the My question is, so, so I, um, 
it, so I had a situation at the bar um, Friday. Um, this guy was there with his boyfriend, and like he was eyeing me down, and we was like making like you know little faces and shit at each other. And he told me to write my number down. So I write my number down or whatever. And he like comes by, like bumps into me and I like gives it to him or whatever. Just real trash. And this is like, this is like not what I normally do. Like I normally don't talk to dudes with like, uh, like boyfriends and like married niggas. Like that's never, that's never been my thing. Cause girl, bitch, look at me, angry. I gotta fuck with nobody, peace. But, um, what do y'all think, like, about, like, do y'all think it's, like, I know it's wrong to, like, is it wrong to, like, still, like, go, at, not really go after, but, like, just, like, entertain people who have a boyfriend, not married people, because, like, if he's willing to, like, entertain, like, listen, that I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, if he's willing to come over here and get some dick, like, who am I? To like, be like, no. Nah. And I think I'm getting like that. Like, I just wanted to, sh- kind of, I guess that's more of a sharing something. <laughs> Why are you talking, Jimmy? I'm listening. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm listening for the, I'm listening for the, the question that you're asking. The question I'm asking is like, do I, sh- like, am I, wrong should i feel bad for like talking to dudes boyfriends who like come on to so, me so you so you feel bad for talking i'm to new dudes. to this i'm new to being a home wrecker so so should you feel bad for talking to dudes that has a boyfriend that are attached yes so that's the question okay so i have so i have a, a story to tell as well so i'm glad you mentioned this Hold on. The only other time I remember one time this was a, this is some real hoe shit. I remember once. No, I ain't gonna say that. This is gonna be for like a real hoe. But keep going. Go ahead. So it's this guy that. <laughs> so it's this guy that I used to mess around with a long time ago. I no longer mess around with him, but he still wants to mess around with me. And the thing is, he has a boyfriend. His boyfriend is like one of the real popular dudes. So mm-hmm. recently, he hits he hits me up and him and his boyfriend go on trips and stuff. We went going on shopping sprees and all that stuff. To my I love you, babe, posting and all that stuff on mm-hmm. Instagram and all that. So recently, dude hits me up. He like, cause he saw my birthday picture. So he like, oh, I can't wait to have your body and all this stuff. So I hit him up, say, well, I'd like to have your husband's body. Oh. <laughs> So he was like, "What do you mean?" I like you want to have sex with me. I want to have sex with your husband. Right. So make it like so make that happen. set it up, bitch. So set it up since you cheat on him. So we might as well just have a treat. Thank you. And, and Thank so you. Like, That's what I be telling these niggas. That's exactly what I told that nigga. If you want to cheat on your boyfriend, have a threesome. Like if, if you can't have a threesome, like let it go. So why get the relationship? You bitch you right about that girl. So he was like, nah, that's not gonna happen because I want to share him with nobody else. But so you saying that you wanna But you are. But you are, but you so you want so he's sharing like you if he's sharing he's sharing you with somebody else. Yeah. So 
You answer my question, bitch. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that shit alone because I ain't got time to be like, because people ain't telling what people would like be trying to do like behind their boyfriends, whatever. And I ain't got time to be like catching any more more charges than what I already have. And no. And then the fun, then the thing about it is, if you was just say number one, if you and your if your boyfriend or your husband y'all have an open relationship, cool. But 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 kills me is the niggas to my we I believe monogamy don't have an open relationship, but nigga, you cheating on every fucking thing in sight. Oh my god, you, you, it's you, so crazy. You DM, so you do believe in you do be open open relationships, or no, you don't. You don't want to believe. In open I know this one you don't dude. Believe but you, but you fucking everything else besides your boyfriend. But I know this one dude who like he is so scared of like bringing his boyfriend something back, but he's fucking the whole city raw. And it's like, how does that work? How make are you sense. like make it make right? Sense. Make it make sense. It's not a matter of if you bring him something; it's a matter of when. Like you're like, crazy. So to answer your question, so to answer your question, you shouldn't feel bad, but I would not do it. Right. It's too much chaos. Cause I've never, I like I said, I've never been doing that before. I remember one time we was at me and Lawrence was at TGI Fridays. Hey Lawrence, we welcome t- back. By the way, we was somewhere. We was somewhere. We were at a bar, and I saw this dude that I used to know from back in the day. And um, he was there on a date, sitting on the other side of the bar. And I got up and go to the restroom, and he comes to the restroom. And he gets me head in the restroom while his date out there. And we go back. That's, like in that's the trash. That's trash, that's, ain't it? That's so trash. I hate I just said that. But anyway, girl, it is what it oh, is, girl. Oh, oh trash. My life. <laughs> My life. Oh. <laughs> Keep that trash. Look. Keep that trash behavior in, in the in the last decade. Bring, ah, step your foot forward. That's the old me. I am a reform, reform whore, reform slut. Check the bio, bitch. <laughs> so with that said, but we want to know. We want definitely want to hear from our listeners. So share us your thoughts, your ideas. About well, share your thoughts about um, BAs. Uh, um, I know the word I'm trying to think of. Misadventures. Misadventures. So, of. <laughs> so before we wrap this show up, so we got to do a good little church or some. We got to do some church announce announcements. Mm-hmm. So, um. As we said earlier, this is actually a bonus episode, and this is the, basically the season finale of season one. Yeah. So I know y'all asking, when did we start doing seasons? Golf clap. <laughs> Not bad. So, <laughs> so, they, so I know y'all asking, like, when did we start doing seasons? <laughs> we just thought, we just decided two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the end of season one. So when is season, season two one back? Finale. When is season two coming back? In two in a couple weeks. Um, we don't know when, but in a couple weeks for sure. Um, right after the holiday. Um, so we're gonna do our very special shout shout 
out, so I got a couple that I need to do. Um, one is sponsored. And the reason why I say it's sponsored, because I was... So, technically, I was supposed to host a gig for this person. But they told me I was too dark-skinned, so I couldn't do it. I'm joking. So, don't... don't. I'm, I'm joking. He didn't say that for real. He gonna kill me. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to give a shout-out to my friend um, at What's the Tea and his party on January the 18th in Las Vegas. It's called Status hey. Ball. Status Ball Out Vegas Urban Game Mega Party. And it's starring Tino Black. Um, I can't I hope I can pronounce this man's name. Um, Isaac, Isaac something. Um, Nico, y'all know him, the one with the pretty hair. Raheem Japan, which y'all know him as well, and Ra Ra. And it's gonna be at the mosaic at thirty seven sixty five Las Vegas Boulevard G. Make sure you get your early bird tickets. That's last until December 31st. And you can hit it at store.statuslv.com. And since you did not pay for the link, he won't be putting it on the page, but I'll just let him know. But you can also get up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, this, is, this is free promo. But make sure you hit up my homeboy at What's the T. You know him from um, the Roomies podcast. Y'all know him from being in the game for a long ass time. And make sure you get them up because, you know, Christmas is coming and that's doing MIK weekend. And that's when there's also the black, I think it's a black basketball tournament there as well. So make sure y'all party or support them. Support him. Um, no, I do not have a discount code for you. <laughs> the discount code is punk <laughs> and it won't work Look. and, and, and it'll <laughs> freeze your computer up you're ready free- to get a virus <laughs> yes and also um let me give a shout out because i just met this guy friday at the barber shop um which my barber let me give a shout out to him too because my barber has a podcast as well um on tones on tide and also let me give a shout out to carmel carmel from the Monarch, the Minority Report um, podcast, which I met him Friday at the barbershop. And this is so funny to me because my barber was like, hey, Jimmy has a podcast. And my ass like, I do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> because I, mean, so I forget I forget that I have a podcast where people tell, say, oh, yeah, Jimmy has a podcast. I'm like, oh, I do? Oh, yeah, I do have a podcast. But um, shout out to him. Um, Nice guy. I've listened to his podcast. It's amazing. So my whole goal for this year, far as the podcast, and even though I said I wasn't gonna do this, I have a change of heart. I'm probably end up collaborating with some of y'all soon. Man, I sound a dude, but I am a dude. Huh. So who you giving my shout out to? Um, I'm gonna give my shout out to a few people. Uh. First, I want to shout out Chauncey. Chauncey is uh, my um, friend, business partner that's been, um, me and him has been working together to get my, listen, bitch, me and him have been working together to get my uh, men's lingerie line together. I love, Um, it's something something about the name Chauncey that gets to me. I, I like the name Chauncey. It does. It, 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 just, it gets to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it, it just automatically makes my pants. Well, 
He listens, bitch. So oh, hey, say hi, Chauncey. Hey. <laughs> Hey, look, let me say it. Let, but, me, say it, let me say it. Let me, like, hey, Chauncey. Hey. But who, uh, we've been, uh, <laughs> who's been helping me with the, uh, the log- logistics behind, like, all of that shit? And, like, who's been, like, you know, really, really helping. I'm excited, y'all, for this to come to. And, um, I also want to shout out, um, so with all this work and shit I'm doing, I need a vacation. And my next shout out is going to go to Ron and Phaedra. Because I, um, everybody know who I'm talking about when I say Phaedra. Now, <laughs> Ron and Keith, who um, I want to say born with this year, we're going to um, uh, Caraco somewhere. I don't know how to pronounce this place in April. And you bitches, I'm shouting you out because you bitches need to hurry up and uh, select a date and finalize this shit um, so I can, like, you know, make plans because I'm at a new job and all that shit, girl. So that's why I'm shouting you bitches out because it's really. Uh, um, message a memo to you hoes <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> to get it together. <laughs> apparently, apparently, my apparently my invitation got lost in the mail somewhere. Oh, bitch! You know you could come. I told you about it, and I think we, last year when we told everybody about St. Martin, nobody didn't want to come. So I think this year is just why we didn't kind of like. I don't know, but you well, come, I, was, you I, I was you come. Look, I wasn't gonna go to St. Martin because I wasn't about to go to the old lady game. There was nobody in St. Mar but me and Ron and Keith, and we had a blast. That, that, that's before the fire festival happened. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm still bitter. I don't know why I'm still bitter about this shit, but I am. But um, um, let's see how this new job works. How this new job thing work out? But that's um, that's pretty much all um I got. All right, so as as we always say, thank y'all for listening to us as normal. Thank y'all for listening to us this year in alone, and I can't wait for y'all to listen. Continue to, I hope y'all continue to listen to us in 2020, and we hope we gain some more listeners. We're going right. to be more active. Hopefully we can time. do a meetup in 2020. Yes. because Not a live up. show, but a meetup. Y'all can see all my cat suits and all my cat suits and all my wigs and all my and all my boots in person. <laughs> so tell somebody, y'all. Tell somebody about the podcast. And um, yeah. Thanks. And thank and thank y'all. And I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, a Happy a prosperous New Year. Make sure you eat all your cabbage, all your black eyed peas and ham. On New Year's for all your new new luck and prosperity. <sighs> if you kiss somebody on the mistletoe, Hope Santa brings you everything that he wants, everything that you want in life that you ask for by sitting on his lap and all that stuff. All right, bitch. Hit me up on Twitter at wisdom underscore statue. <laughs> and you can hit me up at grab your Jimmy. That's G R A B Y A. J-I-M-M-I-E and we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you in 2020. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank y'all. We got a lot coming for y'all. And I know we talked about absolutely nothing this episode, but who cares? I had fun. I did too. Mm. And in the... No, we will not wait. I got mm. to end this with another song. Oh, girl. Go because... Close us out, bitch. Close us out, girl. I don't want a lot for Christmas.
I just want all my bills paid, and I hey. don't want no debt no more. So I just want to get laid. I don't want. <laughs> I want a man I can call my own, someone that I can play above on. All Word. my wishes come true. All I want for Christmas is food, baby. Girl. I know. Take your you drawing. Yes, I'm sleepy too. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> this bye is fun, bitch. Bye bye. Bye, Garrett.